You're listening to Jim and James Chew the Cud. When was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? I have no idea what they're talking about. Robbing biological urges. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. You're listening to Jim and James Welcome to episode 212. What a number. Of Jim and James Chew the Cud. Um, listeners will probably be tuning in to see if I've actually put out that second part of the first episode of Leon. We haven't. We're not going to do that because... Was, was, I mean, we both were editing at the same time and it was just, it was impossible. Some of the things that Leon said uh, don't reflect the values of the podcast. No. I don't think they... they or of humanity. <laughs> that's very true. Uh Shocking. And I'd just like to say sorry and thank you for the understanding to NCAP, Save the Children, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Direct Relief, uh, Against Malaria Foundation, Macmillan Cancer Support, and Bernardo's Children Welfare, among many, many mm. others, for insensitive comments you made. You may have to do like a 20-minute kind of apology video, but it's, yeah. although 90 minutes is listing off the people who be, who be hurt and abused and... Not like in a Jimmy Savile with his song, words, like, with his words, and not not his actions. Not in a in a Jimmy Savile way. No. Importantly, no. Um, no children were physically hurt by no, it. Just... But he has pushed a stigma. Uh, he's appropriated stereotypes in that podcast that we don't stand by. So, you know, sorry for that. Yeah, we are. I mean, but at least he isn't Jimmy Savile. No, you've seen um. Steve Coogan's playing him in the upcoming BBC I've drama. I've seen that. I mean, there's a lot of uproar about how how dare they kind of glamorise. Yeah. It's not the like. worst thing they did, though, is it? No. They let it happen in the first place. I think, he, I think it's, um, it's one of those cases where you don't want to meet your heroes. No, I mean, I, I once... Um, I didn't meet him, mm. but I was um, in Blackpool on, on holiday with, with my <laughs> For a heart. second, my heart skipped, and I thought you were going to say blackface. <laughs> no, I was in, in Blackpool. Different time. And... Yeah. Um, there was like a little fun run going on. He was running along, and we it were was like, Jimmy Sam. Yeah, we were like oh, waving and shouting at him. Yeah, what and were then you like he, he was like behind a barrier, like running. It's like, it's like a road and a mm. big kind of like fence. Like, you know, it's like you get building sites with like a red, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of mesh sort of thing. That was like protecting him, which I assumed either from paparazzi or from people, like children bothering him, yeah, or from you know maybe cars and motorists. But it turns out it was probably more. To keep him away from the children yeah. who were there shouting his name out. Yeah, maybe the amount of power he has. It was the other way around, and it? it was like free range mm. children. Yeah, but I think it's quite an interesting thing. You know, like Jurassic Park, where they have the sort of they bring back um, dinosaurs. Mm. I think to make that it'd be better if rather than dinosaurs, you maybe have like serial killers and I don't know what the the, the real correct term would be, but like nonces. Because in Jurassic Park, you've got, like, the children get lost. And that's bad because the dinosaurs are up. But not yeah. all the dinosaurs are going to eat them. Some of them are like, the dip, the diplodocles might if it's in a, if the kid's in a wheelchair. Because mm. it's a herbivore. But there's not an inherent 100% danger there. Whereas, a triceratops could have, like, sex toys for horns instead. Well, you want to sexualize the dinosaurs? No, but it could be, like, the nonces could be being pleasured by dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs and nonces. Actually, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm okay with that because I think you're going to have people that want to see dinosaurs, and you're going to have people that want to see nonces, and you're going to have people that want to see dinosaurs eating nonces. Well, or or 
dildoing them to for their horns, <laughs> based yeah. on what you were saying. Yeah, I think maybe we could pitch that to um, to Triceratops. is famously the most horny of dinosaurs. That's true. And as a kid, I assumed it was because it was for three horns, but not because it, it just loved. It just very sexually eager. But I'd imagine it was sexually eager to female Triceratops rather mm. than say like anything. Barry Bennell, the um, <laughs> the coach from the FA. So you'd have to dress him up as a velociraptor. As a velociraptor, and you could feed them. You know, like in the in the first one where the goat comes yeah, in, and they lower down. Crane and yeah, you could lower like a child down into the thing. I just don't, yeah, I not don't. all the way, just a little bit. What a teasing. Yeah, man. yeah. Keep them, keep them, uh, not hiding in the bushes. You know, and also the you, the kids would pay, parents would pay fifty quid. To have their kid lowered down towards like it monsters. Works. It'd be like some sort of like you, like you do it for likes and yeah, hundred percent. Bit, bit of kind of bit of clout. I went to Jurassic and Nonce Land, and all I got was this traumatic event happened. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to think about this a lot. Not not a lot. We need to also think time because it's like there's a lot of lot of flaws. Oh, yeah, hearts. I mean, I this mean, is imagine if say that kid on a crane. And a crane gets jammed and the yeah. gets a bit too close. So but then... this is why you have, like, release forms. I'm not saying they just walk up and get onto the the bungee rope and drop in. I mean, is it like, they have to sign stuff. Is it like, like the claws just to you enter get in the... fairgrounds, you know, like, you know, the claw machine in reverse? Yeah, so... Instead so, of, like, you, you, you pluck the prize out, mm. there's some sort of nonce getting rewarded with, like, actually, no, this is terrible. No, I think that's... I think, like, yeah, to be fair... They could have a thing where, if they're well behaved, they can pick one like a lobster hmm. from the swimming pool. <laughs> I'll have that one, please. But I, I, th- I don't think it's. I think it does need work. I think. Have you ever the paperwork gone to alone. a pet shop and like you've seen like a cage full of rabbits and thought I'm going to free those? So you say so that you buy them hmm. and and free them. Is that what you're what that you're thinking about doing? Well, no, because people often do that with lobsters and stuff. They, but then, but then they'll drop them off into like, into a lake mm. rather than into like a into the ocean or whatever. So they basically just die, or people dropping off dropping a, a crab off a bridge. Yeah, or putting just like smashing on the rocks, freeing a load of puppies and putting yeah. them in the river. So they just let them loose just <laughs> outside Pets R Us and. So one of my ex girlfriends, her, um, you know, when you you start. She she was comfortable enough to start telling me her deepest, darkest secrets, mm. which I won't obviously disclose on the podcast. That's good. But I will say that her mum's boyfriend drowned a bag of puppies in front of her. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that's just what like... What sort of puppies were they? Little ones. Were they like band dog puppies? No, 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 no. Nice dogs. Nice dogs. Not ones that had, uh, that you, 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 you want. Well, no, I don't anymore. Oh, you've changed your mind, I've have you? Changed my mind. I I was watching videos of protesters, and there's been three in particular I've, I've been watching. Mm-hmm. There's been um, a a hotel in in Wales where um, immigrants are being being housed, and yeah. the Welsh aren't very happy. Never and, are. Um, like Katie Hopkins turned up, oh. so that's when you know you're on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, but she turned up, but then they started like launching fireworks at the police. And then they started a fire there. So now it's been closed down because it's not safe. But I think they should put more in that little, in that little Welsh village mm. to really annoy them. Then there's been the, the Blade Runners 
you know, the ULES camera people. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We've discussed this before. Uh, we haven't discussed the Blade Runners. I think we may have ta- touched on ULES. But there, it's like there's a lot of... Like, they were doing a big, big protest and they were, like, blocking a road as well. Yeah. So how angry they are but when people do it to you know to like to ban petrol or ban oil yeah they're they're being punched and driven over and that's fine um it's it's kind of like certain protests are now almost being made legal like you're almost allowed to chop down the ULS cameras mm. but my main one was seeing the people protesting to save their bullies if, if, if they were protesting in a nice calm measured way yeah i'll be fine with that but it was men in gold chains kind of vests so who, who do you think owned those dogs other than those well people? i mean i was actually playing with with, with a bully last night right i was i was um, walking home from work I, I met my dog my dog walking friends yeah um and he met that's not as weird dog. as it sounds either and then you know four dogs there was um like a greyhound's cross pit which was actually um, called hooch right uh, there was an alsatian called xena mm-hmm. um there was uh, uh some little Bully dog, yeah, uh, it was actually really sweet. It's the XL ones, at the no, it's a, it a bully XL, and then there was another right. one, little kind of like Jack Russell thing. Sounds like it was she a bully was, XL. She was 14, 14 years old, so he just laid there, right? And let the dog sniff it. And I was just, you know, playing all of them, stroking them all, and I was getting jealous. I stroked the other one, and the other yeah. one, oh, that me, I, you know, yeah, it was really fun, yeah. And you know, they were nice, you know, good owners, but, but most of the owners are just, just scumbags. Um, they were shouting a lot, making a lot of noise. They were, the the, placard, the placards I had were very, very, like, verbally aggressive. Mm. Um, a lot of swearing, you know, mm. words like, fuck off. Oh. Uh, fuck. We need to put trigger warnings on this oh, in case sorry. Chad Griffin is there listening. A lot of, lot of, like, it wasn't like shit or piss, you know, like, we, we, we yeah. or bloody. They're like, fine. Calm They're fine. Words, but it was, you know, like, a lot of hard Fs. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of shouting. And it was like, it wasn't necessary. If they, if they were like calm and said, mm. you know, our dogs are nice, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Provide some evidence. I'll be fine with it. But the way they were shouting. Yeah. I say, put them down as well. Put them down as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might actually be better if you put down the owners and the dogs at the same time. They'll go to like some sort of That's a real vault face from, from your position previously. Yeah, it's, it's changed a lot. It's kind yeah, because you, you were very much the only death you wanted were those of children. I didn't, I didn't want someone to die, but now I kind of... No, but it was a risk you were willing to it's, take. Still, this, isn't, this isn't for the children. No. This is more just because... Um, this is because they, they annoyed you. Well, yeah. this will upset the man that you met in the park that you walk the dog with. Well, no, he, he hasn't got a bully XL. You said he had a bully well, XL. Well, one of them has, but I'll let him off. What do you mean, one of them has? One of them has. One, one of them has got How many men XL. do you meet in the park to walk there dogs There are a few. I've, seen, I've met a few bully XLs. No, what? Um, How many men do you meet in the park to walk your dog, walk their one, dogs with? There's one main person. Right. And he knows other people as well. So yeah. So there was a woman right. dog walker. And there's also like a... Because I've not, prote- I've not heard walker. this. You've hinted at this. I have, no. Second life that you have. This... Uh, it yeah, does sound more like yes, a swingers party. Yesterday, it kind of evolved into like a some sort of dog party, right? And like we were thro- throwing balls at them, um, yeah, sticks. It was, it was a good time. Then then another dog came over with a squeaky ball, yeah. And then it got scared and ran away, but left the ball behind. So Hooch was playing with that, and it was constantly just, rah, 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 rah. Mm. Um, and then the owner came back and said, "Have you got? Oh, is this your ball? Oh, yes, it is." Please have it back. It's really annoying. Mm. So they, they tossed the ball there, and the dog kind of started chewing it again. Um, you know, it was a good, fun time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it not weird that you're the only one there without a dog? Yeah. It You'd be like going is. to a football game. I mean, which which kid's yours? Oh, I'm just here to watch them play. But Are I, you going to get a dog? No. I mean, when I was younger, I had a border collie, uh, which was like called Panda. Right. And she was loved. I used to dance with her. <laughs> with That's her. nice. Stand on her, on her back legs, hold her, hold her paws, and just dance around the kitchen to music. <laughs> Everyone's done that. Mm, no. no, that's because I my dog, I had a basset, so it was a low dog. Yeah, and you're a giant. But I, not as a child, but you, how old were you when you would waltz around, nine. waltz around your kitchen with your dog? Probably eight or nine. What sort of song was it? I don't know. Did you look into the dog's eyes? There even have been songs. It was like Just the, on your own? Because then you would have had to have a radio. I can imagine like your mum walking into the kitchen. And seeing it's not what it looks like. Dan- no, no, just, just slowly backing away and closing <laughs> the door as you're dancing with... What breed of dog was it? A border collie. Is that like Lassie? Uh, no. Like a sheepdog. Oh, okay. That's Black not- and white sheepdog. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. I think that's not that weird. But no. I mean, that's. I mean, if you if you own dogs, let us know what your thoughts are on James's conversion from... Pro dog to now anti dog. Not all dogs, just some breeder or owners. And um, okay, some of the breeds of owners. Or maybe if the owner has got like a gold chain, yeah, a vest, baseball bat, BMW. Yeah. Are you going to be the one that goes and tells them? No, no, no. I would employ like a a dog people. (laughs) Speaking of dog people, actually, Mm. um, Chad Griffin, who owns several dogs. I think like seven and a half, three quarters. He's written in to congratulate us on our recent branching out across the world. So listeners will know we added a few new countries to our tick-off list. He's pointed out that he has a global audience but can't actually broadcast in China. So perhaps the two should move away from if you're Dutch, get in touch to if you're from China, drop us a liner. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think we're going to... I That is the... You know, the podcast needs to be taken seriously now. It's a... Um, if you're from China and you're, you're an adult, shows your vagina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, it could be like the late night one. Yeah, I, I don't... That was Leon's suggestion. So. He, he held a little board up. Leon is, Leon is not allowed near this podcast after he's still, all he's those still things. still in the corner he's sitting. There. Well, that's because of the chains. I've lost the key. But he held, he held a little board up with a, like, his chalkboard. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, they got, you've got two options if you're Chinese. You've got if you're from China, drop us a liner. Or if you're from China and you're an adult, show us your vagina. Um, so I'm hopeful we'll be able to break into China pretty quickly then with those mm. two options on the table. Yeah. That appeals to... Bull in the China shop. And we we um we get we, we employ Steve Ball, a famous footballer. That's exactly who I was China going for as well. Yeah, go shopping. Yeah, Steve Ball of yeah. Wolves fame. Yeah, a, a lot of features then, two yeah. two at least that aren't because I I did think obviously when I was there trying to rhyme a word with China, I was North Carolina, O Carolina, Calvin Klein kinder, uh, Kevin Kleiner. Recliner. If you're in Hong Kong, show us your bong. Yeah. But again, the, pretty best not to because, you know, police are quite hot on. Hot on drug use. Yeah. I don't think we should, I think we should just go straight into China rather than wade around the muddy waters of 
Hong Kong's mm. sovereignty because there's going to be big money there. I mean, Leon's now asking if you're from Hong Kong, so actually gone. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's going to think about so spraying with the water bottle. Is it, is it a, t- a Thai currency with Dong? Uh, I don't know. You've been to Thailand, haven't you? Yeah, but that was like on some sort of deep sea fishing. Oh thing. yeah, that's true. Didn't really go to you wouldn't. Shops. You pay for advance. You pay. Yeah, in we advance had like a credit things. card as a child. Um, the, is it? The, yeah, because China's the yen, isn't it? Um, Dora. I think the Dora is accepted across Asia. Man, <laughs> try to go there again. I don't think that's that's un uh, uncouth, but the Chinese are very proud of of they're very militaristic. They have you know, broad statements of power, lifting people up, an anthem. Maybe we could lean in towards it, because I think we should go, we are going political, running for office in mm. the near future. Funny, funny you mentioned that. Yeah. I think to bring up, I've been te- watching the Tory party conference. Why? Um, because I want to hate myself, I want to... Because it does seem that you watch just I, I want. Lot. I want to, I mean, I, I'm, I've been too happy. Yeah. So I want to kind of feel kind of sad again. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. Um, so... I watched that, mm. and there's like some odd speeches. There's some odd problematic things happening. Yeah. But my main take was was her doing her um, stand up and fight speech. Who? Uh, Pe- uh, Pe- uh, Penny Moore. Is it? Penny Morden. Okay. Morgan. Yeah. Said it. Um, stand up and fight twelve times. Um, she said we have to fight. Did a stand up and fight twelve times. Yeah. About various kind of things, but for actually no reason whatsoever. Stand up and fight. Because when you stand up and fight, the person beside you stands up and fights. And when our party stands up and fights, the nation stands up and fights. And when our nation stands up and fights, other nations stand up and fight. And they stand up and fight for the things upon which the entire progress of humanity depends. Freedom. That is what conservatives do. That is what this nation does. Have courage, bring hope, stand up and fight, stand up and fight. Thank you, conference. So I wanted to add reason to it. Mm. Um, So, so, um, Stand up and podcast for freedoms we, we have earned against networks, whether made of velvet or last. Have courage and conviction, because when you do, you move. Our, our podcasters, our, our listeners, and capital of all kinds will come to our cause. Stand up and podcast, because when you stand up and podcast, the person beside you will stand up and podcast. And when, when our podcast stands up and podcasts, the nation stands up on, on podcasts. When, when our nation stands up on podcasts, other nations or other podcasters will stand up and, 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 and podcast. And when, when, when they stand up on podcasts for things that we, which the entire progress of humanity pens, podcasting, that's what Jim and James do. So that's, that's, that's going to be our mission statement. Uh... Have courage, bring hope, stand up on podcasts. I like that. As a, One more. Oh, there's more. Stand up and podcast. Um, that was it. That was 12 stand-ups. It's, it's less um, 
our podcast specific than I thought. But no, that's it. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Pelly Morden. Pelly? Penny Morden. Anyway, I like the way she carried that big sword mm. in the Queen's, uh, no, King's ceremony? Queen's funeral. I don't know. It's all the same to me. Big party. Big pa- something. Yeah. Saw a headline. It was about a uh, a runner accused of cheating in a half marathon. I was reading. I think it being quite interesting because last year there was a woman who they turned out taking a taxi. He took a shortcut just to finish twenty first. I don't understand why you would cheat in a in a race to finish twenty first. No, you're gonna do it do it properly. You know you wanna. But then I was thinking that maybe he's been telling his wife that he's out training for a half marathon, mm. and he's not. He's off having uh, intercourse intercourse with with his neighbour Debbie because mm. she's got big sloppy tits <laughs> the US government sent out you know the, uh, you may have seen it they send out the emergency alerts mm. um, we had one recently yeah where everyone's phones went off at the same time yeah I was in the cinema when it happened, it happened. yeah but your phone would be off right yeah my phone was off yeah, yeah. tell you where the phones weren't off recently and it's caused discomfort and our brother in Christ Leon would know something about this Oh. The Amish community. Oh, really? Yeah, a load of them were found having secret mobile phones on there. Oh, man. Which I think is fun. And then I was reading that in Japan, there's a cafe that uses robots to serve people that are operated by paralyzed people. So they can still earn uh, yen. I think it is yen. Yeah. Uh, which is excellent. They no, can... it's a good, good thing to do. But imagine being paralyzed from the neck down because they literally use their eyes to like move mm. things around. And still having to work for a living. Yeah. I would be furious if I was in some horrific accident and then they were like... That'd be good for doing voiceovers. Your shift starts. Sorry? Good good for doing voiceovers. I don't think they can speak. No, they won't. Can they? Like, it's... They're sort of like... It's Freshers' Week now for lots of students. Yeah. their, Their first time... Probably having access to a, a regular pub without yeah. the parents kind of being around. And drugs and, and sex. Drugs and sex. Have you got any tips for 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 a person's first visit to a pub? What, what, what would your top tip be? Um, make sure you pick up the right vernacular. Like, you don't go in and ask for a pint of bitter, please. You go in and ask for some beer, you sl- Yeah, yeah. But it depends on where in the country you are. And it's always make sure you do, you need to wave... If you any, if you want to get served at a bar, if you wave your 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 card or your cash, yeah, at the bar staff, they like that because they know basically where to bring um, a card reader over, or if you're paying cash, always order your Guinness last. Yeah, that's and then ask. Which I have actually seen mm. someone ordered a pint of Fosters and a pint of Guinness, and then yeah. asked the barmaid which one was which. That's mental. It is crazy. Uh, try to avoid getting stabbed. I don't know. I don't really frequent pubs. No, but... I mean, I'm more of a, like a coffee shop kind of guy now. Well, I mean, what, coffee shops. But what would you, yeah. Would you, would you, how would you recommend people act in coffee shops? You say, like, can I have a latte, you s***? You know? Especially if you're like a foreign student, um, you s*** is a, a friendly term yeah. for you friendly person. Yeah, it's like, thank you. You've helped me out. Yeah. I mean, it's generally... Give me a latte, you against, uh, against, like, towards, towards females. Yeah. Um, with men, you just give, give them the, like, the coffee kind of um, hand signal, which is when you, you form your, your to like a, like a, a loose grip. Yeah. Then just wave it. 
um, from left to right. Yeah. Uh, and again, it also shows that you're you you want you want to you're going to tip them. Yeah, and obviously, if you can't say that you're going to tip them, just wave. If you have a penis, yeah, get it out, wave it around, and that yeah. that works in pubs, yeah, anyway. clubs. Because that also shows you're not being sexually aggressive. Yeah. If you get out and wave it around. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes people feel more at ease. Um, yeah. Yeah. Less threatening well, when they see our, it. That's our top tips for being served in an environment where any drinks being served, really. More on that in the uh, in the future. Feature called "Are You Being Served?" How to get a bar bar person's attention? Bring a gun in. Do you have a child? Use them as a hostage. Um, I was thinking about uh, how we were we going to be running. F we got the election. Mm. I think I was talking to Leon off off air. Obviously now because yeah. of the whole racism. Four-hour delay we have to have on him. Yeah, um, and he was asking when the next general election was. I think it's twenty twenty-five. Mm. So we've got a good run-up to that. Yeah. So I, I, I had a couple policies. I don't know if you had any. Oh yeah, I got. Um, but I'm afraid one of my policies. I would like to instigate online betting for real crimes so that you you go onto a website any crime that's reported is logged mm. you can put a bet on who you think done it Ooh. and there's a tax on your uh winnings and that way you can possibly also make money off helping people if you know who did stuff mm. but i you know i could log on and see that there's been a barn burnt down and a race crime i can put leon baker mm. And they'll give me odds of like two to one. It's not great. Yeah. Not great. But that's why, you, you know, I think that would be a, a, an efficient way. That would way. be a good way. Of, it would pay for a police force. Yeah, 100%. Well. Yeah. It incentivizes the police force to catch bet, these people. You could bet on yourself as well, almost. You could yeah. Do, you could do a crime and frame, like I could frame you. Yeah. Um, as in, you know, you're a very innocent man. Yeah, yeah. And I would like frame you and I'd put on big money. Yeah. So crime I'd, you've done, yeah. frame me for it. You're logging online. You see, there's been a sexual assault in the area. You put that it's me that did it because yeah. you framed me to do it. Yeah, I'll you be, make I'll money off that. Uh, yeah. Been farming. Yeah, it was because that so guy was asking me how to get a coffee bean. Everywhere, um, got a little bag. I just think it would be a, a like, useful way, like icing. Oh, yeah. You know, that'd be, that'd be good to like, pay for lots of things. I mean, mine is is very similar. Okay. Um, it's you bet on people who are going to put a bet on. Um, so you, like, I think Jim's going to put a bet on. Uh, on what? On the on, on anything? On anything? And then if you put a bet on, so it's just sort of gambling I, on I who's a gambler. Money. Again, it's not. I mean, it's not the best of laws. I would imagine that the person that has the most is most likely to gamble. It could work. I mean, I think it's putting a hat on a hat. And I said no. My my actual law. Mm. I would um, not allow any um, celebrities to have social media accounts. Instead, um, a child runs it f for them. Right. And just writes about kind of their day at school. Yeah. Cats. So your law brings in child employment. We, don't, we wouldn't pay them. Okay. Child it's slavery. Well, it's not slavery. It's fun. No, no one said slavery didn't have to be, be fun. Be like a diary. You'd be singing so would like oh, some sort of work experience, you know. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, actually, yeah. Every child will spend three weeks in a year mm. being like, say, Philip Schofield's um, 
Actually, no, it's just cellmate, theory, isn't it? No, I say you can hear it like. I think it, I think there's a, the, the baby's in the bathwater there. Um, it's just not giving the children to paedophile celebrities. That's yeah. the thing you need to work on. Yeah. You know, there are lots yeah. of celebrities that aren't. Holly Willoughby. Not the worst job in the world, I'd imagine, to be a six-year-old. No. I'd like to say that if anyone has ever legitimately suggested national service whilst being too old to do national service should be made to do that job. Some <laughs> people who can tell all about the war mm. um, as if like the blitz spirit. I'm sure it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a fun time. No. So actually I, I watched um, a film today Yeah. Um, called the, the Great Escaper. Right. And it was uh, Michael... Steve McQueen. No, I mean, that's a great escape. Okay. Uh, idiot. I, I'm it's sorry, um, I'm just... Uh... It's um, Michael Caine, the actor, not, not the chef. Okay. The, you know, if you're from Exeter, there's often not confusion between Michael Caine and yeah. Caine's. Um, but Michael Caine, the actor, yeah. he um, plays a 90-year-old man right. who... Um, well, I say escapes from his uncle's home. He just walks out one morning and gets a ferry to France. Right. And then basically meets some other people, get a bit drunk, meet some Germans, eats a croissant. Um, it's a what? A croissant. Okay. Um, but it's basically a true story. Yeah. Um, but it's Fairies go to France all the time. It shows him having like World War Two flashbacks. Right. And it's all about PTSD. Because like, people think of World War Two as like a fun war. Yeah, they do. Gunners, yeah. gunners went there and like, <coughs> shot some, shot some Jerry. Nazis were a slapstick. Um, but it's all kind of good fun. But then it's a lot, lot about PTSD. Can you imagine well, P- you, like, your grandparents wouldn't have talked about it. They just took it to their grave. Um, what, what didn't they enjoy in the Second World War? I think having a friend's blown apart, you know, that sort of thing, you know, the killing. Right. They've yeah. never, I've not ever seen, like one, one of I've the, seen um, Dad's Army. Like one know. of them, he's uh, a man who, he was a, a, he worked on, on in, in, I was in the Air Force, he dropped bombs in Dresden. Right. He was like, I, I kind of killed thousands of people. Yeah. But it's from a great height. Um, but yes, but I think war needs <coughs> to be more fun. You want it more, war more fun. Um, so make him look, not like propaganda, because that's you know you could say what we see is, but encourage people to go to war to get that blitz spirit back. Well, that's I think that's not actually a bad shout. No, I think that kind of ties into another thing that I want to suggest is that we bring back Nazis. Right. Because I was watching a documentary on Nazi hunters, mm. and that seemed like a really cool job. <laughs> and just unfortunately, there's not many, and I know there are Nazis. I know there are you know people that are. There's quite a lot in Manchester last week. Last mm. week, a big meeting. But I want the Nazis that did did stuff. So not the ones who like basically cancelled the train to Manchester. No, no, I want the ones that like sewed twins together. I just want to ask what it's like. But mm. do you know what I mean? Like, it's a shame that there's a cool job that no longer exists. Like a whaler. When I was younger, you still get whalers. They're just Japanese. When I, was younger, now, I had a book, and it was all about history. It was all about drawings, and the first the first yeah. like page was about about a whaling ship. Yeah. It looks amazing. What thought, history book did you read that opened with? I don't know the history but of whaling. It's like those, you know, I said before about those things you thought would have a much bigger, bigger part in your life. Yeah, I mean, it was crossbows and Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. I assume that would be a like every day. There would be new. We still haven't worked out what's going yeah. on over there. I think that's a really good point. Actually. The Amazon, you know, it's going to be up and down it all the time. I will. Because I was going about to say the Egyptians. I always thought like. There'd be a lot of mummy-related stuff. And actually, mm. online, there is a lot of mummy-related stuff. But it's mainly porn. Yeah. But I would say the Roman Empire... Mm. I mean, I don't want to jump on that trend. Yeah, bandwagon. 
but I do that. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, what else was really going to be that important? But I do tell you, I miss from when I was younger plates that have, I mean, like, they have them in prison still, but plates that have delineated sections. Yeah. Of like, this is your main. Yeah. This is your drink and this is your dessert. So that's why when I was, when I was a child, I, I could have chips and custard. Yeah. Because we would have like the main course with yeah. chips and then we're pudding. Eels. Custard and like sponge cake. Oh, nice. I wanted to dip the chips in the custard and it was great. But then I was thinking. Really? No, it is. But then I was no, watching. No, no, no. Do you yeah. really do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But then I was watching um, a very famous YouTuber man who rates takeaways. Okay. Um, um, doesn't rate his own he rates like he, it's, it's called rate, rate my takeaway but it's not his takeaway it's yeah. a bit confusing um, but he he said he dipped or he dips his chips in, into, into custard mm. and I, I felt heard yeah felt validated and um, special again so I'm glad you, I mean I was at um, Sainsbury's the other day with Chud and he bought a cake, like a you know, like little foil, silver foil thing, about like that big, a little cake for, thing. For people who can't see the webcam, and um, this cake was was four foot wide. <laughs> Just a little one, um, like a, a little tart, a little tart, and it was lemon and olive oil. Ooh. Yeah, and I I said to Chad, I was like, that's weird, but he he's kind of not that we're working class, mm. we're upper working class, I guess. Chud, at one point, he's very posh. He's not a YouTuber. He's not a YouTuber. He, uh, his most income comes from YouTube. But he once worked at Killerton House Ooh. as part of a living museum. I didn't know about this. I only found this out a while because I was looking through, I was trying to find photos of his face to use on a meme. <laughs> and he's having a picnic in Edwardian clothing. But um, that's what that's probably explains why he doesn't like the swearing when, when we say, like, fuck shit and cunt and stuff. Mm. Is because of those things, but no, I like. I just like the delineated plates would make life a lot easier. Yeah, that or maybe a hate crime amnesty, or you know how everyone's worried about their sexual deviancy past coming out now, mm. where it's like fifteen years ago I was molested, and you, I had no idea that Russell that was Brand was like that. I think there should be a time in a, a one month next year. Where you can come forward and go, like, to, a, to an extent, come forward and go, I grabbed someone's bottom four years ago, and I've been racked with guilt ever since mm. it. And I think we'll be just a little bit, a little bit happier, you know? Like you, in your happy place. It's like, I mean, honking used to be a thing you could do to reward people. People would, like, re- reward a woman for doing a good job by giving her, like, a little honk of her breasts. Right. And, and then, Really? Yeah. Okay. Or like a pat on the bum. Yeah, pat, a pat on the um, bum I can I not understand, but, but a honk was, on the yeah, breast. At the time, that was acceptable. Cheers for that. And it really shouldn't have been. But yeah, I mean, it, but it's it's like, it's, a, it's such a bad crime. But maybe, you know, I can say, you know, I honked 12 people. Yeah. For a period of 15 years. What are you, a goose? Quite bad. No, I was just a bank manager. I think I think there's a limit. But, you, you know, if you come forward and go, like, I did 12 rates. Yeah. No, thank you. You have to go to prison. Yeah. So you're gonna do like a, a list of crimes, like sex crimes that you you can commit or could commit. I don't think that's for me to say. I think that is for get Leon to do that. Women, to, no, I think women to say Leon won't be able to say it without offending women. But no, I just think there's a couple of bits and pieces that you could do there. Um, I just wanted to, my friend uh, Scott who who asked for a fake name for this podcast because he has his full name is in. His business, Scott Atkins mm. Fitness. So I didn't want to 
say that. So fitness, he, what fitness? Fitness fitting up your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um he's um using the name Kirk Manstrong for him. Um, he's about to have his first, his his partner's about to have her first baby. Um, and they went to get a scan at the scan place, not at the hospital, at one of those places you pay money. Ah. Uh. Because you, the photo of the insides you oh, get. Oh, yeah, because they're a 3D scan. Yeah, they thing. can get a better photo of yeah. the insides of her. And that's... Yeah. So, so Kirk Manstrong went along to this. He was really annoyed because he paid 150 quid for it. He doesn't see the point in that. No. He doesn't. Um, but he, they stand on South Street. And um, he called me up afterwards to tell me that they had a... The person doing the scan who oiled up uh, his wife... His not wife actually a uh, partner because mm. they're living in sin is a black dude right and one of the, this is genuinely one of them said that he said to Kirkette that you better see his hair and then he said Kirk Manstrong so we'll see what color he is and Kirk Manstrong ter- Kirk Manstrong turned <laughs> to his to Sophie Kirkette and said why well, I assume he's white and then looked at the doc- looked at the man doing the scan, and obviously the man who did the scan took it as um, he thought that so Kirkett might have been unfaithful. Yeah, and he's like, "Does that make me a bad person? I made that joke." And I said, "It doesn't. It just means you kind of stupid for saying that in front of yeah. a black person, you know, say it yeah. behind closed doors." Although when my great uncle, who is now turns out he's dead, oh, I can't if I did this update. I thought he died about 10 years ago. It turns out he died two years ago. But I remember visiting him in the hospital and he had a black doctor and he said to him, oh, they let you out of the trees to practice medicine. Yeah. And it was just ridiculous. He had a gay nurse and he said to him that, uh, does he think he's a woman? And I remember thinking the, the brass, the brass neck on him because they could kill you. Mm. Not, right. not, um, the black person or the the gay person, but like the doctor kind of yeah, they they control you know take some medicine away, but give him a bit too much medicine. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, like give maids and that, like it's it's easily done. But it turns out he's dead. It's all gone with as well. Uh, yeah, as we do um, a quick question that we were given just to, <laughs> to they've asked if they're the the asshole for telling a disabled joke to a disabled person. So someone said for context, I have intrusive thoughts that cannot go away. Also, I have a few family members with genuine disabilities. I'm used to telling jokes with the understanding that everyone will see it as just a thought and not some deep harboured sentiment that I have about someone. To me, jokes are just for the sake of breaking the norm. So I was being introduced to one of my friends who had a pretty bad motorcycle accident and had lost his right leg from the knee down and his left arm at the elbow. We shared an interest in tuning motors. I work on electric, he on combustion. So we were looking to, we were interested to see what we could do together. He's now refusing to talk to me because my first comment was, I see you were riding that new BMW S1000. He replied, no, I was on a Suzuki. I don't think BMW made the S1000 when I was riding. Why do you think that? And I said, oh, because I heard they cost an arm and a leg. My friend almost died laughing. I was trying to break the ice, but now this guy won't speak to either of us. He left the pub and didn't come back. He's mad at my friend for laughing at the joke and mad at me for making the joke. We literally joke all together all the time. I forgot. I figured this guy was one of us. Am I the arsehole? I'd say no. Really? Yeah. Why that? Um, freedom of speech. Yeah. Um, it's a great man, Lawrence Fox, once, as you know. Um, no, I mean, I think people you have to make jokes. And yeah. You know, may have misread the room a little bit, mm. but surely a person who who's lost an arm and a leg. Yeah. It's pretty hard to take millions of times before. 
Yeah. And should have a better sense of humour. Sort of lean on that experience of... Yeah. You got no things. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think he is, obviously. Yeah, so but you want to say not guilty on that. Yeah. We can just do this as a feature in the future. Yeah. Y- you can be the judge and you decide if someone is guilty or not. I can have like a... I get a little gavel. Gavel, I was going to say gamble, but yeah, gavel. Get your little gavel for next week. Little, little wig. Innocent. Innocent. Yeah. I like that normally I think they say it, then hit the gavel, but you're just... Not guilty. Nice. Okay, is there anything else you wanna you wanna do? I will wrap that there then. This has been episode two hundred and twelve. What a number of Jim and James Chew the Cud uh, available on all good platforms and oh, some less reputable ones. Yeah, we have turned up in some rather weird places. Hello, uh, from all over the world. Uh, but that's it for us. This has been episode two hundred and twelve. Um, I do before we go. Need to yeah. thank our latest listener, who's called Smirnoff Boy Forty Five. Who's um, who I believe is actually in the Ukraine. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Thank we, you. Did he found us through, through TikTok? No, no, no. He, he just found us through uh, a war crime documentary. Fantastic. Our, um, old Spotify. Can you start using deal. Chinese hashtags? Because I would like us to get yeah. into China before Chad Griffin does. Yeah, I'll do that. We Excellent. Can all, well, I can just hashtag all, all his stuff. Like dog, hashtag dog video. Hashtag doggy mouth. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for, again. Finally, for episode 212. What a number. Of Jim and James Chew the Cud. A podcast. Uh, thank you. Please do like, share, and. Review. You know, yeah. Even if you don't like it, just share it. Tell a friend it's really good. You can lie to We don't mind people who lie. I think it's good. Depends. I think it's, it is good. But if you don't you know, find it funny, let's have you know, some pride. Your yeah. friend might. Oh, that's. Yeah. If, if you are. If you're, you know, humanly challenged, yeah. If you don't think it's that funny, you don't have to like download it and force your wife to listen but to it. Thank you for listening for you know this whole episode. Yeah, to, to this point, yeah, it's been excellent. Uh, all right, cheers. Bye. That was Jim and James Chew the Cud, a Curson Media production, produced by Glenn Lopez, music by Smartle Jennings. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs>